On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, it's back. We are back NBA week. The Sixers kick off the season against the Boston Celtics on Tuesday. So that means Keith and I have to talk about the expectations and why they will, why they will not, why they will not win the NBA championship. We'll get into it next right here. Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers. Your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Locked On 76ers podcast. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside from the Enquirer's Sixers Beat reporter, Pompey Keith. We are here. It's the NBA week. Sixers get underway. What's going on, man? Hey, man, I'm excited to see some some real basketball. (laughs) You know, basketball. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. man. Well, listen. We got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. We hope that we have you here for the entire campaign. We expect, I think, a big run, a long run into the uh, late spring and the early part of the summer. I'm sure the 76ers feel that way. So we will see how they all play their part out in getting there. And that's where we're going to begin uh, where they are going to end. Will they be the NBA champions? Will they not be the NBA champions? Why will that happen? And also we'll talk about the importance of these first two games of the season against Boston on Tuesday on the road, and then Thursday the home opener against the Milwaukee Bucks. So two of the top two teams that we believe the Philadelphia 76ers will be battling it out for that top seed in the Eastern Conference. No disrespect to some of the others, but for me, This is the class of the Eastern Conference as of right now until we see some other things with the other teams. But Keith, right away, man, uh, the expectations are there, uh, not only for ourselves, for local fans, for the national fans that have been following the 76ers since they've left the area but live in different parts of the country and maybe even the world. Uh, I've seen where the Sixers have been chosen by some national writers, Keith, to win the NBA championship because of the offseason, what they've done in putting this team together. So. Two questions. First segment, second segment, the first being the positive side. Why will the Philadelphia 76ers win the NBA championship? Well, why will they win the championship? It's because they have Joel Embiid. They have uh, they have uh, Tyrese Maxey, James Harden as a facilitator. And also, this is probably their deepest team that they've had since I've been covering the team, which was 2013. Now, I, I know a lot of those first couple of years were the tanking years, but when you look at this team, um, Doc Rivers said during Sunday's practice how competitive it is and that there are certain guys who are working hard just so they can get a second on the floor, which is true. So when you look at that and you look at how deep they are, then that tells you that, hey, this is probably the best team that they have. And then on paper, on paper, they have two Hall of Famers and probably one of the, the the top young guys in the league in Maxie. And the two Hall of Famers are uh, Joel Embiid and James Harden and a, and a plethora of role players. So when you think of that, they have all the ingredients to win a title on paper. 
Well, I, I agree with you. So we're going to start off here in, in, in agreeing with one another that uh, they, they do have the deepest team that have been here. I, I thought some of the other teams, the J.J. Reddick, Jimmy Butler team with Tobias Harris coming in, I thought that team was a, a Eastern Conference uh, champion type of team. They did not get there, as we know, nor did they get to the NBA Finals. The same thing in 2019 against the Atlanta Hawks as the number one seed. The pathway was there for them to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, take on the Milwaukee Bucks that season, and move on to the NBA Finals if they were ready for that one. Don't know that it would have played out that way, but that was the team. But to me, uh, now you're absolutely right. While those teams were obviously ones that should have gotten there, this is the one that will get there for this exercise that we're doing because of their depth. Adding the depth that they, they have not had this, that the best chance that they've had as far as the depth goes, Keith, goes back to the 17-18 playoffs where they faced the Boston Celtics and they had Marco Bellinelli, Irsan Ilyasova coming off the bench with some of the other regulars, TJ McConnell, that were also there. But this is a better, deeper team right now. And this is at the beginning of the year, not at the buyout and the trade deadline. And who knows what may happen at that point, but the depth is there. The toughness that they lacked big time in, in the last few seasons as a basketball team, that is, is very glaring to me with these acquisitions that they have made. And also, as you mentioned, and I don't think it's, it's any breaking news, I don't think you have to be a rocket science to figure this part out, is that they do have the reigning runner-up for the MVP for the last two seasons. He is the head of this entire thing. He, they go as he goes, and for at least the last year, where he played the most regular season games that we've seen for his professional career, Joel Embiid, why would I expect anything any differently this upcoming year? Yes, injuries jump into the play uh, of, of our conversation, and he has an injury history. But yes, it's part of the projection, but we know it's something that we can't go in there into the regular season and just simply point out that that's going to happen as a definite as far as that goes. Then there's James Harden for the full season with this basketball team going through an entire summer, an entire training camp, and an entire preseason with this squad. And while we may not know who he is yet, what we can go off of is his, his approach and him attacking the offseason, getting his body together to get ready for this upcoming campaign. We can't ignore the fact that he uh, gave up a, a good portion of money to allow some of the other players to come in. So he knows that all eyes will be on him as part of this team. And as you mentioned also, when we talk about the depth overall, we can't ignore Tyrese Maxey and where his arrow is pointing, which is up, and then Tobias Harris in this other role that, as a veteran, I expect him to just simply figure it out like we like like I think he can and, and what's best for the team overall. Still getting his, but helping out in a way that uh, will help this basketball team out. So those are some of the things that stand out to me, and I, I just think that they can compete with anybody in the Eastern Conference, Keith, and as much as we like to look at all right, they have to play the Milwaukee Bucks, the Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets, the Miami Heat, Toronto Raptors, Cleveland Cavaliers, all these teams that we can run off in no particular order. Once we get there, it's never about the opponent. It's always about them shooting themselves in the foot. And will they be able to get past that this time around when that is no, more, no longer part of the conversation? They are that good. I think it's very possible. They are right there in the conversation with everyone else in the Eastern Conference. There is no reason outside of themselves why they won't win the NBA championship. Good one. That's how I that's how I view it. That's how that's what I believe.
That's what I believe. All right, on the other side, we, there are two sides to it. We have to talk about why they won't. And this is excluding the Western Conference. We're talking mainly about the East and, and, and where they fit in there and why they will, why they won't. Of course, they only play the West in the championship. We'll get to that next on the other side, why the Philadelphia 76ers won't win the NBA championship. We'll dive into that next right here on Locked On 76ers. But it's a Monday, and I got to tell you about Rocket Money. Have you had issues with your subscriptions? And you know what I mean, the streaming. Have you had trouble trying to cancel some of your subscriptions? So the other day, I had a problem trying to cancel one of mine. Not the Amazon Prime. I'm still in there. Well, we got to talk about Thursday Night Football, so we keep that one. But YouTube TV uh, had trouble trying to get rid of that one. Uh, some of the others that are very popular also that are out there, Hulu. I don't have any use for that one anymore, especially when I'm going to be so locked in to the, uh, the basketball season, baseball right now in Philadelphia, football in Philadelphia also. I'm locked in there. So have you had trouble trying to get rid of these? And uh, it took me a while, again, with the YouTube TV, TV. I kid you not, four different tries, maybe even five. Uh, like, how does it take three hours to deliver, you know, that type of thing there with the YouTube TV, trying to get rid of it. But to cancel my subscription, I also had to cancel plans for the next several hours, use up my day. But it's not just me, it's 80% of people, of course, having subscriptions they forget about. And the next thing you know, you have to go try to figure that entire process out. That's why I love using Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Go to rocketmoney.com slash locked on. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on to get this whole thing done. I, I, I kid you not, you will be happy that I told you about this one. So make sure you all go ahead and dive into it. All right. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen today. Now make your second listen. Game two. Game two. Uh, I don't know what game we're going to talk about. Lakers and Golden State. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on game two game covers every game from across the Western Conference, the NBA, with local analysis that are only locked on can deliver. Follow game two on locked on NBA Eastern Conference, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. All right. Do it today, people. Make sure you do it today. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. Keep on faith, Devon Givens. Uh, Keith, uh, why won't the Philadelphia 76ers win the NBA championship? You know, I, I think right about now, um, you know, I, I have some questions. The questions that I have for the 76ers right now is, you know, we, we talked about James Hart and the good thing that he's here. You know, the questions is, is, is he the same player or can he be that guy that they really want? I mean, and I want to see if the explosiveness is there and if he can make the shots. Right. Um, that's that's the number one question. Uh, no, number two is um, I, I, the Sixers need a pure point guard as a backup point guard. They need to do that. They also a concern that I have is the lack of depth that they the lack of height that they have at the center spot, backup. You have Joel Embiid. We know that Joel Embiid is 7'2", 280 plus, right? And he's a beast. But after that, they go small. 
And I'm wondering if that's going to be a liability against certain teams. So to me, there's a lot of unanswered questions right now with the 76ers, although they are a deep team. But I think, you know, the one thing is luckily for them, they still they only have 14 regular guys on the roster so they can make upgrades on the season. But right now, I think the lack of a pure point guard, as especially in the backup unit, and being undersized outside of Joel Embiid, I, I think that could hinder them um, against in in a quad in the playoff series. Fair, fair points, and of course we've seen that uh, come uh, and bother them in the past uh, with this basketball team in the postseason. Uh, for me, uh, why won't they win the title? This season, as far as the the Eastern Conference goes, of course, getting there first through the East and then getting to the NBA Finals, is that I I also look at and and wonder, while I believe in the James Harden part of it, I also have that little bit of skepticism of will he be that that type of player that we need. Not the James Harden from Houston, but the James Harden from Philadelphia that they need him to be. The explosion, the quickness, the uh, really good shot making and the shot selection when it comes to, you know, his step-back three-pointers and things of that nature. Fantastic. He's fantastic at it all when he's locked in. But sometimes he can take, uh, you know, the the errant shot, and uh, when he does not get that foul call that he believes he needs from the official, you know, we see the arms go up, and, you know, he's, he's complaining about it instead of getting back on defense, and where does that help anything? So that's part of it right there for me with that. The other – is to your point uh, of the bench in general, while they do have the depth, is the necessary shot making there where they are going to be able to keep as a second unit, keep the team in the lead that when the starters exit, they're in the lead. We've seen too many times where the second unit in the past, even though they've upgraded, have maybe given up too many opportunities to the opposition where it is then bit the sixes in the you know what, and they wind up uh, losing the game. So that, that is something there for me that I, I'm going to focus on early on to see how that goes. And then the final one for me, you know, the head coach, head coach, uh, is he going to call the right numbers? And we've seen it in the regular season. Will we call the right numbers in the postseason? We've seen that now bite the Sixers and hurt them in the postseason where they have not gotten to the NBA Finals, maybe because he uh, was a little reluctant to make a change earlier than, 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 than he uh, was willing to do. And as a result, it wound up hurting the team in the long run of them not being able to uh, advance as far as as they needed to. So uh, in that order, I I would go with the James Harden part of it, uh, of the unknown, even though I am a firm believer that he approached and again attacked this offseason with the right mindset. And I think it's going to help this team out tremendously. I look at while there is depth, are they good enough with your point of, not having a true point guard, even though I, I think I have a little more faith in the backup point guard position with DeAnthony Melton than you do, plus the staggering that will go with Harden and Max, one of them will be on the floor with Melton and handling the basketball. I have a little bit more faith, but it's a fair point on, on your part. And will they be able to hold and sustain the leads uh, in the second when, when the second unit comes in? And then finally, the head coach. Uh, will the head coach be able to get them over the top? And that has been, as much as we want to sit here and praise Doc Rivers, he has not done anything any differently than Brett Brown to this point with the two playoff appearances that he has had. He has lost to the top seed. And then in the last playoff appearance that they had in the second round against the Miami Heat, albeit with injury history with Joel Embiid there, dealing with the facial fracture 
and the, the, the uh, thumb tear, they lost. They lost. Whether it was them not playing up to their standard, maybe he couldn't get them up and deliver the right message in those two games after taking two back here in Philadelphia, going to Miami, whatever it is, they lost. And he was the head coach. What goes into that and him being the head coach and advancing them past where uh, they should, again, past the East and then in the NBA Finals. So I hope that you all have some that maybe you want to throw at us. Of course, you can see our Twitter handles right under our bio here, or right under our, our, our boxes here on Locked On 76ers on YouTube, at Pompey on Sixers, at DevonG975. Let us know why they will, why won't they uh, win the NBA championship. On the other side, Keith, unless you have something to follow up on mine, no, nah, no, nah, you know, I agree. All the all the stuff you said, uh, I agree 100 percent with. I mean, I, I you can't argue that, um, you know, you, you're right. I mean, let's face it. You know, here's a team that they have all the firepower. I mean, they consistently been one of the top teams. I mean, Brett Brown was fired because they were winning 50 something games a year and couldn't get out of the second round. And 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 so far, this team has won 50-something games a year and can't get out of the second round. So, you know, it, it's, it's a lot. It's a big test on a lot of people. I mean, let's face it. This is supposed to be the year. I mean, they struggled. They brought in – they James took less money. They brought in some defensive guys and uh, toughness and all that. But, again, we they, they have to prove to us that, you know – even though there's different names and on on the on the back of the jersey that, that they can still get out of the second round and that hasn't happened. I mean, it's been some uh, some bad losses in the postseason. Yep. Bad losses. Yep, they have all the ingredients, but mm-hmm. you know, again, it's not about the other teams to me. It's about them, the self-inflicted wounds in, in big spots in the postseason uh, for them. Keith, on the other side. We need to talk about these two games. Tuesday in Boston, start off the NBA schedule. First game of the 22-23 season for the entire league. That begins tomorrow at 7.30 in Boston. Sixers taking on the Atlantic Division opponent, rival opponent. And then on Thursday, back here in Philadelphia to kick off their home schedule against the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll talk about them, the importance of these two games. Are they that important? Are they not? We'll discuss it next right here, Locked On 76ers. Oh, they're definitely important, don't you think, D? Uh, I think they're definitely important. But before we talk about that, let's talk about BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchup, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information, with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, and now the NBA. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game begins. Do it today, people. Do it today. You got to Monday night football. So go ahead, j- jump into it, right? And uh, isn't there a game five in uh, Major League Baseball? Is that tonight? I think it is tonight. I believe so. I believe New so. York? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I think New York and Cleveland go at it in game five. So go ahead, do it today, people. Do it today. By the way, 
yeah, it's a good time in Philadelphia. So as we talk about the importance of these two games for the 76ers to get things started, Philadelphia baseball team, Philadelphia football team undefeated right now. Baseball team going to the NLCS. Uh, so will the Sixers now follow and uh, do their part as far as keeping the, the good vibes going? Because they are the next game. The Flyers don't play uh, until, I believe, uh, tomorrow or Wednesday. And the Union don't start until Thursday with their playoff. So the Sixers are up next. And <laughs> there's, a, there's a good run that's been going on. And it uh, begins with Boston, Keith, as we've talked about. And this is a huge, huge start to the season for them against their division rival, the team that represented the Eastern Conference. They were two wins away from the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors. But there was some turmoil this offseason with them, number one, beginning with uh, while we looked at their free agent pickups, Danilo Gallinari in a trade for Malcolm Brogdon, improved basketball team. However, the MU Doka part with Danilo Gallinari, pardon me, out for the year with the ACL, most likely. Uh, Robert Williams, a defensive player of the year candidate, is going to miss the beginning of the season, probably the first half of the season with his knee injury. And then Joe Mazzullo taking over for Ime Udoka as we all chronicled that whole thing this offseason. Uh, it's a tough start, but I believe one, the Sixers will get through and will break down the game on Tuesday. But um, this is a very important game to start off. And then, of course, we can't ignore Thursday back here in Philadelphia against um, the Milwaukee Bucks, Keith. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's like, you know, the Sixers will probably tell you, like, look, or not probably, they'll, they'll try to tell you, like, they're not paying attention to this. It doesn't really matter. Um, you know, they're just going to play these games. But, you know, not only the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks, when we look at five of their first seven games, they're against teams who made the playoffs and uh, last year in the Eastern Conference. And so we look at it as, okay, they start off against Boston. They have Milwaukee, two that are regarded as the top two teams in the East. The Sixers, you can argue, are number three. And, you know, that's what you can argue. Some people could say higher. But then after that, they play the Spurs, which they should beat. They play the Indiana uh, uh, Pacers, another squad they should beat. And then they have a two-game stand in Toronto. Yeah. Against a team, Toronto, where the fans hate Joel Embiid, uh, it, like Toronto feel, like, feels like they can match up very well against the Sixers. That's going to be a tough test. And then the second game of that one is the first game of a back-to-back where they have to go to Chicago. And Chicago has DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. So when you look at this, you're going to say to yourself, you're going to be like, wow, the Sixers are going to be tested. Not only do they open up against the number one and the number two team in the East. Now, uh, Chris Middleton probably won't play in that game, right? Um, Pat Connaughton won't play. We're talking about against Milwaukee. But the Bucks have a legitimate squad in the team that's a can, favorite to contend for the title. So to me, right now, we're going to learn so much about the Sixers. We're going to find out if are they a legit team right now. And then we're also going to find out what do they have to work on in order for them to become that team that can hoist the trophy at the end of the season? So right now is a barometer game. These not just the first two, but the first seven games of this season, we're going to learn so much about the 76ers. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Right out of the chute. And that's why they are in prime time on Tuesday and Thursday. That's not a coincidence because of the 
the hype, the acquisitions they've made this offseason, the improvement of this basketball team, the expectations that, quite frankly, have been there for the past five seasons, Keith. And maybe in year one, they jumped out of nowhere. We didn't really expect them to be a 50-win team. But then after that, things change. You view them differently. And, and, and we continue to view them as a team that should represent themselves in the Eastern Conference Finals and then the NBA Finals. So these are very important games to start off. Will they tell the entire story? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But you can take things away from these types of games early on to begin the season. And I know that you will. I will, and I believe a lot of the Sixer fans will do so uh, also once things tip off on Tuesday and then back here in Philadelphia on Thursday. So you're 100% right. These are, are, are very important. It could tell yourself something in these games of how you match up. And maybe they will say, ah, oh, that's not the case. It's just game number one and game number two. But you can't tell me that won't, they won't get up for these games and think it thinks it means something. Uh, that, you know, that they are going to be playing uh, against these teams in the end, these count. They're head-to-head matchups that in the end could eventually mean something as far as the seedings go, too, when, when we get to the end of the campaign, especially in the Atlantic Division with Boston winning the title, being at the top, and then Milwaukee. If, what if you end up with the identical record? This game may be part of a swing where you get to the end of the year and – you have the identical record, but you have the head-to-head matchup, and you won that in your season series. So they absolutely mean something to this basketball team, and uh, I, I believe that we will see the best of them. I do. I, I think that highly of this basketball team. Tomorrow, while we preview the game, we'll give our predictions on the season of what we think this basketball team will, in fact, do. So. We appreciate everybody, as always, tapping in here on Locked On 76ers. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. Now, make your second listen, Locked On NBA. The NBA season is here, and our local NBA experts and insiders have you covered on and off the court all season long. All the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. Available on YouTube, Odyssey. And wherever you get your podcast, Keith, if you don't mind, can you tell the good people where else they can find us? Like my man D just said, wherever you get your podcast, you can get Locked On 76ers podcast and also on YouTube. But when you go to the YouTube channel, make sure you click on that Liberty Bell and become a subscriber. Now, also tonight, you can listen to my man D on the Divine Giving Show from 8 to 12 a.m. You know, y'all, y'all know y'all like staying up late, so That's listen fair. to it until 12, 12 a.m. You can also follow my man D at DivineG975 on Twitter. You can follow me at Pompey on Sixers on Twitter. You can also read my Sixers coverage in the Philadelphia Inquirer, um, so inquire.com. Absolutely. Well, listen, man. Looking forward to uh, tomorrow and getting things started. You'll be in Boston, right? So live from Boston as we preview the Sixers and Celtics game number one of the season. We'll give our predictions of the year and uh, maybe dive into some also some awards. Keith, maybe we can do something along those lines tomorrow for not only the Sixers, but also the NBA. See where we are there. Keith, thanks, man. Really appreciate it. As always, thanks, everybody, for listening and uh, watching. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here at Locked On 76. Have a good day. 
Peace.